Hey everybody, Diana here for the Change Worker Podcast, and my my episode this week is a day late. And I have reasons for that, um, and usually I don't let those reasons get in the way of me being very um, mindful of when I release this epi- these episodes. And I decided yesterday, I was like, it's going to be okay. It's there's nothing that has gone wrong that you're releasing this episode a day late. And I gave myself some slack in that regard. I've been sick. Um, I'm still recuperating and trying to figure out what my new natural rhythms are. And summer is difficult for me from an energetic standpoint because the the heat and the humidity just wipe me out. It feels like I'm I'm moving through thick goo um, every time I try to. My my thinking is slower. My physical movements are slower. It is not a good time of year for me to be very active. So I gave myself that chat yesterday about the you know showing up for my audience when I need to and how I want to, and just decided that it's okay. So along those that same idea, those that idea of um, having being goal oriented or having certain standards that you want to perpetuate for your own business, and this this episode is about how are your goals going, and it's mid almost mid year twenty twenty three, and maybe it's time to take a look at that, assess where you are and how you feel about that. And so this morning in preparation for this this episode, I just wrote down a bunch of things that just, you know, came to me. And everybody's going to approach goals, this whole idea of goals. Um, I like to call them directions. Uh, goals doesn't quite have the um, the connotations it had for me in the beginning of the year, but there's still something very pressurized to me about the word goals. So I like directions. I like results even better. Um, so it's, it's mid year. Where are you with your goals? Did, and, and, you know, no shade if you just didn't have any or didn't want to have any in the beginning of 2023, how is your year going? Has it surprised you? Has it, uh, overwhelmed you? Is it a mixed bag of reactions and emotions? And is is looking back at the first six months of the year helpful to you? And for a lot of people, that answer is yes. Because by June of any year, after we've set lofty goals for ourselves, June is always sort of like, oh, God, where am I with that? Have I even thought about some of these things that were so important to me in January that don't seem to be important to me now? And I had a recent conversation with a client about that. Do you want to establish monthly goals uh, every two months? And how structuring your year, especially if you're doing things sort of on a rotation that doesn't change very often, how helpful is that? And that's a, a, a question only you can answer. Is it helpful to have... Um, things set out intentionally for you to, to 
you know, get where you want to be at the end of the year? Do you prefer to work in, work incrementally or does it have to be in big swaths of time, like, you know, five, 10 year kind of thing? And some people can do that. I never have been and been able to do that easily anyway. It just, it is not a comfortable process because I, I always answer like, well, I don't know what I'll be thinking and doing. And I want to have some sort of I, flexibility in that. Do I have big goals? Yes. Um, but it seemed to me if you're going to be so rigid about those goals, then it's almost like your life becomes just a, a support and, you know, a, a, a jumping point for these other big goals. And it, it just can be become all consuming. Anyway, that's just my thoughts about it and how I feel about it. So I, I like directions. I like going with the flow of nature and how the world works and my own energy and my own desires, which can change at the drop of a hat. And I'm okay with that. I realize that about me and I, I'm, I refuse to call it uh, um, being fickle or flighty or indecisive. I operate at a certain level and I've known this about myself for a very long time. I now accept that this is who I am. I make decisions very quickly and sometimes they're not fully born from analysis. <laughs> they're just like a quick, okay, we got to do this right now. Anyway, I digress. So it's mid-year. Where are you? Are you kicking ass? Are you kicking ass in all the goals or in some of them? Um, what has lost your focus and attention? What goals have you forgotten about? Because they kind of scared you when you created them or they just don't matter anymore. They're just not important. For whatever reason, your brain went through a process and decided, I don't know what I was thinking in January. I don't it's not important to me now, and it may never be important to me again. And so an honest conversation about goals is, I think, necessary if there are different things that you want to create. And so, and they also revolve around expectations, disappointments, how you handle and manage your own emotions around the goals you set, the actions you're going to take. Where you've beaten yourself up for perhaps not following through. That's an old pattern for a lot of people. And why we want to create goals in the first place. I think for me, I would answer that as like, I want to create something different. I want to create something on purpose. I want to be much more involved and invested in my life and what I'm creating by being intentional and literally creating a blueprint for those goals, which may be another um podcast episode topic because we can absolutely create a blueprint for any goal. I think the big part of that is managing our own expectations, our emotions around that blueprint. That is the crux of, I think, a lot of people's problems with goals. And maybe this whole idea of creating goals for some people, some of the time, just they, it just shouldn't happen. It's time to, perhaps you've been that person for a very long time and now you're like, I, I'm burnt out. I see no joy in anything. I, there is no luster. There is no joy in my life because I've just burnt myself to a crisp about being such a goal-oriented person. 
And I I know people like that. I was like that. Maybe we want to have a different name for goals. Maybe we, we want to soften this idea, this whole concept of creating something new and different on purpose, rather than it being a sharp-edged kind of do this, don't do this, um, do this now, you know, uh, that kind of um, black and white approach to goal creation and goal achievement doesn't feel so good. I mean, yeah, we can get a shitload done, but we're not at what cost. I mean, I like the idea of goals. I like that I can create something different. And if I wanted to, I like that it can be easy once I'm clear on what it is I want and why it doesn't, I don't have to wait for the January of a new year in order to want to create something different. I can do that at any time. I can change direction at any time. Once I've assessed like, okay, well, that that thing that was really important to me in January, not so much anymore. Once I evaluate where I am mid-year or quarterly or whatever, November, that um, you just get a grip <laughs> You grasp what hasn't worked, what did work, and what I you may or may not want to do differently. And I don't like how I talk to myself when I think of my goals and they haven't been achieved. That is probably one of the bigger things that goes back to management about I created this goal and now I have a whole bunch of feelings about it, about it that I uh, my brain is interpreting as let's not do this goal at all. And that is the biggest thing about goal, setting any sort of achievement. I don't like how I feel inside when I go back to that time when I first hatched the idea of this goal and I, how excited and awesome I felt in that moment and how those feelings didn't fuel me enough to keep me going. And I must be doing or not doing something, right? I refuse to go down that rabbit hole of self-judgment and self-loathing one more time. I'm done. So I started to avoid <clears throat> when I get to that point where I'm recognizing that there's a huge old rabbit hole of that self-loathing and judgment. I, you know, I know I'm going down that. There's that urge to do that because I've done it in the past so many times. I start to avoid thinking about my goals <laughs> at all. So here we are. Year's half over. Where am I with those aspirations from the beginning of the year? Mine were pretty straightforward. Mine was much more internally focused. Um, and I was doing a lot of internal work through um, human design and gene keys, which I think I'm still going to continue to do. I went through one cycle of deep introspection and uh, contemplation about my patterns and learned a, a lot about myself. Um, and I, I think I'm still heading in the direction I want to be heading. It got blurry there for a bit. And I like to evaluate where I've been, where I, where I am every once in a while, because I don't want to be numb to my own life. Like I said, I, I don't want to just check out beyond automatic pilot for, eight months of the year and then realize towards the end of that year that I'm like, oh, yeah, I could have done that, but I forgot. Or that was a little scary, so I avoided it and I didn't do anything. I don't want to be that way. 
I, I used to be that way a lot. And I just, it just doesn't work for me anymore. And when we evaluate, I think the whole part of evaluation for me is, yes, I'm going to look at what worked, what didn't work, and what I will do differently. But the intention behind that sort of evaluation is I'm going to be as clear-minded as possible about the things that did work. What I wind up doing is really, really focusing in that moment and when I look back on what hasn't worked. And what, you know, and then because I'm focusing on what hasn't worked, I don't give myself brain, my brain space to think about what I would need to adjust or do differently to get back on track. So my short and honest answer about where am I with those aspirations of early 2023, I see all the things that I have gone wrong and aren't where I want them to be. And that's a focus that's, I think most people do that. I'm focusing on what's quote unquote wrong instead of finding out opportunities to see what was right with my decision-making, with my thought processes. When I evaluated the last few months of my life, I made sure there were congratulations for doing things that I wanted to do in the way I wanted to do them. That was a big chunk of April and May. Um, and some of, I guess, March. And I'm super pleased with that. That was, it took a lot of effort and time and management. I took time to look for and find those things I did for, for myself that helped me. I had a strategy in mind when April and May were coming up. I knew it would be uh, physically demanding. Um, there were work situations and juggling uh, um, something I do twice a year. I work a lot in April and October. And I was knew I was going to be traveling. I knew I would be moving. I knew I had to find a place to live. It was all kinds of unsettling. But I took care of myself in the process. And I was happy that I strategized enough in the beforehand because I know I will get my own way if given the opportunity. It's just going to happen. Did I slip back into old behavior and thought processes? Absolutely. I suspected it was happening. I could feel it happening. I could feel that slide. But I stopped it once I was aware. So points for me. Woohoo! I saw it and stopped it. There's more evidence that I could trust myself, which is one of the things that I indirectly was working on this year. How can I build self-trust? How can I be my own best friend? How can I be my own best supporter? So now that I, you know, I'm like, okay, well, that's all great and everything, but you know, I'm gonna, my mind is gonna go back to, well, you still don't have a, you still have a rocky relationship with money. I still have a weird relationship with money. Um, I still have a that rocky sort of a, approach to having a job and how much energy and 
focus I think it takes for me every week. I still have uncomfortable feelings about my financial future. I'm still comparing myself to others and their quote unquote success. I'm still vacillating between hating and loving my business. I'm still not engaging with my business in a healthy way. And I decided back in January that I would be focusing on me and my internal growth this year. It would be externally focused, you know, like marketing and um, all the things I have tried before that I, I was completely burned out on. I have done and will continue to do deep internal work on me that I think is pivotal for the person I'm becoming and want to become. So check and check. That is still happening. I knew I would be moving house and that would take at least two months of time and where I would absolutely need to be on top of my energy and my resources. And I did slide into numbness. I did slide into autopilot during that time period. I could feel it happening. It wasn't my life was very gray. There was no color. There was no, um, there was no joy. I was just going through the motions and, and I don't like that. It feels empty and dehumanizing to me. So when I noticed that was happening, I got back on the horse, so to speak. And okay, let's take the reins of your emotional state and your resources. What do you need right now. And for me, that means time and rest and putting down um, some of the pressure and the responsibility of things that need to happen. I just needed to put it down every once in a while. And it it was so weird when I did because it felt like, uh, 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 there's something wrong. I I don't feel that pressure. And um, I had a conversation with myself about that. I was like, just sit here and let your mind go blank. You have nothing to do right now. You have nowhere to be and just relax. And so I had to rehabilitate my relationship with relaxing too. It was very strange. So I like where I live now, but I haven't quite figured out who I'm going to be in this present house, but I'm excited to find out. So April and May were months of doing. June and July are months for being. And like I said in the beginning, I don't have a real good relationship with the summer months when it's really hot and humid in North Carolina. Um, And so I don't know what August and September are going to be because August and September could be even worse than June and July (laughs) in terms of weather. And so that will be a decision I need to make about August and September. Um, how what's my what do I think my energy is going to be like based upon what I already know about myself? Um, what can I focus on? Um, how do I manage this sort of dread feeling when I think about my job? That is a ongoing concern. <laughs> um, and it's not. I, I think there's something wrong to feel dread. I think that there's. I need to change jobs. I need to do these things in order to be comfortable and where I could just let the discomfort be knowing that that's my brain's reaction to feeling restricted so-called restricted in having a job that I go three or four days a week and it takes up chunks of my time and my energy 
I mean, I've had this job for almost a year and I still haven't made peace with it. And that's one of the things I would love to have peace going to my, my job and knowing that the people I work with are great. My clients are great. I'm only there for X amount of time. I control a lot of the things yet. Why do I feel dread it? Why am I so uncomfortable? So that's on the agenda for sure. I'm not sure what the rest of the year looks like other than that. You know, is there something more concrete that I want to adjust from January? I don't know yet. But to some degree, the goals I did establish back in January have sort of shifted and nuanced a bit. And so I am much more clear about where I want some of this internal work to take me. And I definitely want to address some old stuff that came up to the surface again over the past six months. I want to accept eventually that those things may show up again and again, and it doesn't mean I'm going to lose what ground I've gained. That is, I think, a huge fear for a lot of people. No, I'm sure as hell not going to go backwards. I have changed too much to become that person again, and so have you. And I, it just, when we run into that too, when we fear sliding back into behavior and situations uh, from the past, it's, it's, um, it just means part of our brain is throwing up alarms that um, our brain isn't caught up with the agenda of going forward. That's all it means. And there are, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm very human in this regard, that there are things I'm avoiding. I know I'm avoiding because of deep discomfort, fear. And I'm trying to figure out what resources I'll need to approach those and and have a sense of love and compassion for myself. Oh, Diana, you've been here before, you know, and there's a tendency in me to be like, oh, just suck it up. You know, what is your problem? And to be very just harsh. And I don't want to take that route anymore. So where are you and why? Do you think that the, any sort of intentions or directions or goals that you set up for yourself, whether you were really um, really specific about them in the beginning of 2023, how many of them have come to be? How many of them are where you want to be? How, are you, how do you want to evaluate what worked, what didn't work? What are you going to do differently? Have you gone into a tailspin? because of where you're, you think you are not. What are you going to do about that tailspin that's different than you've handled it before? And how easy is it for you to be kind to yourself when you think your goal, about your goal, and you sort of wince, or you're like, mm, you sigh heavily, and then move on to another topic? because you don't want to think about it. And that is, I think, a lot of us. So it really goes back to why we created those goals, intentions, directions in the first place. Why is it that we, it sounds really good to want to change or to create something different, but in the meantime is this whole idea of, well, who I was before will just be gone because the person I was before cannot create something different. I have to become a different person 
in order to create something different. And that is truly frightening for a lot of people that will have perhaps ripple effect on all of your relationships, all that, all those things you've known to be true about yourself and about your place in the world. And I think that's the biggest or the most interesting thing to me about goals and people who are very goal oriented and very, you know, just, I want to change. And so there's a huge, massive amount of fuel for that change because where you are and where you have been didn't feel so great. It was awful. And you knew there was something different to offer yourself. So when I think about goals and I'm coaching people on goals, especially about money goals, it becomes a very fraught conversation. Because like I said in the beginning, the whole thing about goals, especially money goals, is being aware of and having the tools to manage your emotional states, your emotional reactions and interpretations of the changes that come about when you decide to create something different. I don't care if that's weight loss, if you want to hire more people, if you want to change the focus of your business, if you want to get divorced, get married, have children, all of those decisions indicate a change from where you are now and what happens after all that. And I think that's the unknown. We, As humans, we fear the unknown. That's why we spend so much time and energy trying to control the future from the present. That's where we get in trouble. We can exhaust ourselves by trying to control the future from the present. I've done it. I have tried. Believe me. It's self-protective. It's defensive. It's trying to bring certainty to something that's very uncertain, the future, which doesn't exist. We think it does. We think we can be very intentional. And I'm not, you know, because there's a whole uh, wellness and new age uh, category under acting as if, affirmations, and um, wanting to change where you are. We can only help and support ourselves by making different decisions. We will create different results from those different decisions, but we have to be uncomfortable in order to do that and maybe stay in discomfort for a while as we do that. And that is a lot of the work that I do with my clients is, yeah, but Back in January, you had two big goals. And we do not know the consequences and the ramifications of wanting those two things until June or December or January of the next year. We won't be able to assess what has changed in us until some time has elapsed. We don't catch the changes because they are subtle. And we've just 
silently, quietly have changed tracks without being super conscious of it. That's how subtle it can be. But not until you take the time to look back do you see where things have changed, where you're not the same person anymore, just by declaring, I want to address these two things. These two things is just an example. It could be more, it could be less. So those are the things that I talk to my clients about. Okay, let's, okay, it's June. Let's talk about your goals. What do you think about where you are now? How do you think that they are progressing? Where do you just not, where have things changed to the point where you're just like, no, I don't think I need that one anymore. Or I need to change its focus because I've learned things. So I think this is the goal part of, you know, when a lot of people think of coaches when it comes to goals, I want the support of a coach while I want to change things so dramatically. And I've been working with a few people over an extended period of time, and it is enlightening how much they have changed and how little they are aware of it until they have a coach pointed out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a coach. It could be a friend who is very aware and has been watching things. But it's so key to show you that things have changed. And to give yourself an opportunity to say, hey, yeah, I did that. And what do I want to change going forward? What do I, what shifts do I need to make? Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, If you have any questions or need to talk about your goals, you know where to find me. Have a wonderful week and I'll be back next week. Thanks.